and welcome to another news flash with me, Mandy Brown, and Richard Snape. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about ground rents, the latest. So, Richard, can you refresh our memories on the issues relating to escalating ground rents? Yeah, these uh, ground rents and long leasehold dwellings have obviously been in the news a lot. They've existed for a long, long time. They became very popular in the days of the credit crunch, but they've been in the national news since, uh, I suppose, about 2015, 16, they really hit the news. Not so much ground rents that double every 25 years or even 20 years, but the ones that started to, we started to see some years ago that doubled every 10 or 15 years since people well, started to realize that uh, you know at the end of their 150 year leases the ground rents might be sort of millions of pounds per annum and started bringing actions against uh, firms as solicitors and conveyances it really got into the public domain i always remember it got into the press in about two, late 2016 early 2017 but it really took off when it was on the victoria derbyshire show followed by the one show which is where the public get their knowledge and it's been quite a political issue ever since about 2017. And I've mentioned the worst I've ever come across, or the strangest. Sorry if I'm boring you. But uh, the strangest I've ever came across is a friend I know in, in London who's a solicitor, conveyancer. Better not mention firms or names. But uh, she once came across one. She told me that some of the ground rents started investment property uh, near Waterloo. Ground rent started off at £450 per annum and doubled every 10 years for the next 999 years which would make the final ground rent more pounds per annum than the number of atoms in the known universe. And they told the developers, listeners, we obviously can't accept this. We told we know there's a problem, but we've already sold 30 units and no one else has said anything. But there was lots of people affected. The media uh, got hold of it. And it, I say it became quite a political issue, which is uh, what I wanted to sort of flag up today. Wow. So what's the latest on what the government intends to do about it? Well, yeah, they, um, they've been talking about it for some time, but something is actually happening at the moment. And uh, there was a press release in January of uh, this year of the government's intentions to legislate in relation to leaseholds. And then on the Queen's speech on May the 11th this year, they announced that they were going to go ahead in this parliamentary year with two pieces of legislation. One involves uh, leasehold extensions, uh, and we don't have the detail of that yet. But the other one, I was amazed, was introduced into the House of Lords on May the 12th, and that's the Leasehold Reform Ground Rent Bill. It's 27 sections and a schedule long. It's now gone through the House of Lords. It's started its process Today's October the 20th, and it's received its first reading last time I saw in the Commons. So we'll have to see when it comes into force. It won't be until certainly next year. Some parts of it in relation to retirement homes, the government say won't come in until April the 1st, 2023, at the earliest. So keep your eyes open and the final version might change. Would you like me to go through the basic idea? Yes, please do. Yeah, well, basically, it's not going to be retrospective, but on implementation of the legislation, whatever the commencement date is, when it uh, comes into force, they will ban anything but a peppercorn rent, so basically a nominal ground rent. If you've got a leasehold dwelling at more than 21 years with a premium, with a few exceptions, as long as you pay a premium, it will apply to options if you've got a pre-commencement option or right of first refusal. It won't apply to if you exchange contracts. That's the plan prior to the, whatever the commencement date might be and the implementation date. But yes, they will be banned anything but a peppercorn. Do you want to know the exceptions? Absolutely. Yeah, there's uh, some accepted uh, types of lease. 
Some, again, are quite esoteric, but to others, you know, quite highly significant. They, exceptions include the uh, um, community uh, housing leases, which is basically where you're buying under a rent to right to acquire you know, the latest stage. And so you're paying a, a higher rental, they'll be accepted. Um, other exceptions include business tenancies when they're sort of mixed business residential. If you are occupying the premises, a dwelling, because uh, it uh, significantly contributes to it, the, your business purpose, presumably things like caretakers and the likes, and also some kind of home financing, some equity release schemes and also Islamic mortgages, some of which work on the basis of a, a sale and lease back. So those are really the major exceptions, also statutory extensions. Um, shared ownerships will have a permitted rent because obviously you pay a, a lesser purchase price premium and you pay a higher rent and a shared ownership lease, the landlord will be able to charge the equivalent of you know, a market rent for that, uh, you know, the premium that they sort of, uh, their share in the property, if you like. So those are the exceptions. What are the remedies? If you try to charge a prohibited rent, as it's called, then the uh, several remedies might uh, be possible. One is that uh, the local authority uh, local authority weights and measures, if you've got one, otherwise the district uh, can take enforcement action um, and uh, they can fine you per breach uh, of between, well, the original uh, proposals, the original legislation said between 500 and £5,000 uh, per premises, you know, if you... Uh, they, that's actually gone up in the. I noticed in the House of Lords, it now refers to five hundred and maximum of three thousand pounds. That's now changed in the House of Lords. Whether it changes back again is another matter, but it's between five hundred and thirty thousand pounds per property. So if you've sort of charged half a dozen times when you shouldn't be, then you can't be fined. You know, thirty thousand pounds every last time. If the local authority doesn't, uh, the tenant can actually, either the tenant or local authority can obtain the money back. You can ask for the money back and if it's not been paid back by the landlord within 28 days, you'll get the money paid back uh, and at the discretion of the tribunal interest on that as well. Uh, and uh, you cannot charge with administration charge. You can't just dress these things up as administration charges so to collect the peppercorn rent either. The people who are liable are the landlord who charged or the current landlord when you apply to get the money back or the um, agents could all be liable potentially, I think. Are there any other developments? Yeah, well, obviously, the, the major problem with this legislation is that it's not going to be retrospective, um, including exchanging contracts prior to the implementation. It will apply to um, surrenders and regrants because they are brand new leases. And if you go through a leasehold extension, not using the leasehold reform acts, but voluntarily, which most people do, it's um, they can charge whatever rent you have agreed, and in the future they won't be able to do so. Uh, it'll have to be a peppercorn. As soon as the legislation's passed through Parliament, even if the various provisions aren't implemented, there's provision whereby the, the uh, landlords will have to tell the tenants of their, you know, sort of rights that are pending. If you like, in the future, you won't be able to be charged anything other than a peppercorn. But the other thing that's been happening is that the developers, uh, either through pressure and persuasion or at their own behest to kind of stave off the legislation, have been changing things anyway. You know, in um, December the 10th last year, um, the um, Barretts and Bellways announced that all their new leases would be for 999 years uh, at a peppercorn. Uh, again, not helping existing leases. 
Countryside announced that there will be 250-year leases of the peppercorn. Taylor Wimpy and new leases will be the peppercorn with no stipulated uh, duration. And uh, Barclay Homes say that some will be at a peppercorn and others not. But uh, the other significant thing is that uh, the Competition and Markets Authority has been investigating uh, unfair trading and consumer law and also mis-selling. They started this in June of 2019, and some things are now happening. Uh, it was on the national news in, in June of this year when uh, Aviva, who brought up the reversionist a lot of these leaseholds, announced that uh, if you've got escalating ground rents, they would get rid of them. Uh, free of charge in the future and um, if they'd already replaced the, the escalating background rents by an RPI increase they would get rid of the RPI increase and uh, Persimmon have announced that if you had a leasehold house which are very common between about 2010 and 15 in some parts of the country and not so much in others. But if you bought a leasehold house from them, they would uh, sell at the same price as you'd been promised that they would sell that to. Because on occasion, they've been vastly higher, you know, the actual statutory calculation. Uh, September the 15th this year, Countryside announced that they'd reached agreement with the CMA, the Competition and Markets Authority as well, that if you got a lease that... Uh, doubles at 10 or 15 year intervals which tend to be the problem areas they would uh, get rid of uh, the escalating ground rents uh, if they'd already changed them to rpi they'd get rid of the rpi increase and your ground rent would basically be the ground rent uh, that you started off with and if they sold the reversions they will take steps to and get the money back and change free of charge and agree with the people who bought the reversions they would foot the bill rather than the homeowners um there's a cma the Com competition the markets authority is looking at various other uh you know developers and also some in big investment companies who bought the reversions they're obviously pressurizing them to, to make, reach agreements so it finally looks as if the problem will not completely go away i mean all these CMA announcements in retrospective, but uh, it's uh, slowly going to be less of a significance than it, we thought it might have been. Well, Richard, thanks for another interesting update. And until next time. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been my pleasure. You have been listening to another episode of Convincing Coffee Break the only podcast for busy conveyancing professionals, brought to you by Lawshore Insurance, the UK's leading provider of title insurance. For more information on our free conferences, go to www.lawshoreinsurance.co.uk where you can download recent conference recordings.